Nicholas II was the 300th heir to the Russian throne. His father died at the early age of 40, making Nicholas become Tsar at the age of 25-26. The only problem was, Nicholas was not ready to become Tsar. He didn't know how to rule, and he didn't want to. And to make things worse, Europe was way ahead of Russia. People in Russia were poor, they had horrible work schedules, and they were in poverty. Rulers also took people's lives and loyalty for granted. Now, Nicholas married Alexandria. She was German, she did not speak any Russian, and her French was horrible, which meant she couldn't speak to the council. She just doesn't fulfill her role as empress. November 15th, 1895, the first daughter was born, Olga. Now, on May 18th, 1896, the Kodinka tragedy happened. Half a million people came to a coronation festival at Kodinka Field in Moscow, where souvenirs and trinkets were being passed out. A rumor went around saying that there wasn't going to be enough for everyone, so there was a stampede, killing 1,400 and wounding 600. The Tsar, Nicholas, was at his coronation May 26, 1896, and he just didn't really pay attention to what happened at the Kodinka Field. He didn't really care, and so he moved on, which didn't settle well with the people. Both the Tsar and Tsarina didn't really care what the public thought, and they didn't think they should earn their respect because they're a ruler. On June 10, 1897, their second daughter was born, Tatiana. June 26, 1899, Maria, their third daughter, was born. And June 18, 1901, Anastasia, their fourth daughter, was born. After Anastasia, there was a lot of pressure on the Tsarina to have a boy because only a boy could take the throne. So on August 12, 1904, they had their first son, Alexis. Cannons were fired a 301 salute for the birth of the son, but there was a big problem. He had hemophilia. This meant any scratch, bump, or bruise could lead to his death, and the mother knew this, so she hid it from the people. Soon, Rasputin came into the picture when Alexis was three because he hurt himself. Rasputin was known for healing, and he was able to take Alexis' pain and injuries away. He was also a good advisor. However, he had a very bad reputation and manners, and the people did not approve of Tsarina taking him in. Sunday, January 9th, 1905, Bloody Sunday happened. People tried to protest the war that was happening with Japan, their work conditions, and the government's failure to offer any kind of reform. They wanted to present a petition to the Tsar, but troops outside the palace opened fire on them. Over 200 died and over 800 were wounded. People no longer believed the Tsar was governing and they were interested, and that's when the revolution started taking off. Nicholas did not know that Bloody Sunday happened. He was with his family at the Alexander Palace about 15 miles away. His focus was not on political means. July 19, 1914, Germany decides to declare war on Russia before World War I actually took off. The first five days of war, 17,000 soldiers were killed and or wounded. Rasputin and his wife convinced Nicholas to take over the military, which was bad because Nicholas has no military experience and he got rid of a very good experienced general. He told Alexandria to take over political power, but Alexandria has no political power. She was German, so people thought she was a spy, and she just didn't fit well with the people. They thought she was going to ruin the country, and they wanted her off the throne. In the summer of 1915, during the war, one and a half million Russians were killed in her, and the Russian army started to retreat, and troops were losing hope. December 16, 1916, Rasputin was murdered by Felix Jespossev, married to the Tsar's niece. He thought that Rasputin had too much political power and was going to ruin the family. Alexandria was taking all this advice from Rasputin, and so he got concerned, and he poisoned him, shot him, and then he was beaten to death.
On May 2, 1917, Nicholas gave up the throne for him and his son, and he was very relieved to know that he no longer had any power. March 7, 1970, the Romanov's house arrest was... They were arrested by the provisional government for about five months. August 1, 1917, the Romanovs got moved to Siberia away from St. Petersburg, so they left the Alexandria house at the end of October. And then near the end of October, the provisional government was overthrown by Lenin and Trotsky. May 3, 1918, a peace treaty was signed between Germany and the Bolsheviks. After that, a civil war happened, a fight between the White Army, which is anti-communist, and the Red Army, Bolsheviks and or communist occurred. The Red Army was scared that the Whites were going to save the Romanovs from their prison, so they moved the family to Antiburg in Pavith House. The Bolsheviks called it the House of Special Purpose. The Bolsheviks didn't know what to do with the Romanovs at that time, so they had two choices. Put the family on trial, which was Trotsky's idea, or kill them all, Lenin's idea. July 17, 1918, the family was woken up after midnight, told to get dressed and go down to the basement. Lenin gave the order to kill and Yervosky Yuraka is in charge of the assassination. It took about 20 minutes to kill them. Everyone was killed but three girls who survived because of the jewels sold in their dress, so they had to be stabbed to death. Their bodies were dragged into a truck and then they were dumped into a mine shaft in nearby woods and sulfuric acid got poured onto their corpse. Lenin didn't want the Bolshevik explained for killing the innocent, so he only announced the death of the Tsar. So this is where it all ended and the conspiracy theories of Anastasia started. So join in next time and we'll talk about that.